0: Now, Singapore Today with Lance Alexander and Daniel Martin.
1: You are listening on a very special day because it's official. She's Let's landed. Hear it. Wow. The eagle has landed.
0: The eagle has landed the indeed. The has landed. <laughs> The Swift Eagle.
1: The Swift Eagle. I like it. I like it. So apparently it's been official. Just earlier today, there were barriers at the Aslita Airport. Um, Lots of her fans gathered there as well. She had a chartered flight that touched down around reportedly 5.05 p.m. It was a Bombardier Global Express Jet VJT-993
0: if you're interested to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she just got into Singapore from Australia. Okay, she is the biggest star on the planet today. She's 34 years young. She will be in Singapore to perform for six nights at Singapore's National Stadium in early March. Uh, Swift's concerts in the Australian city of Melbourne is said to have generated over a billion dollars in economic value. Ooh. And a recent shows in Tokyo is expected to bring in over $300 million, Daniel.
1: There's a Taylor Swift effect. In mm. fact, we'll be talking... Something about something known as Swiftonomics in a moment because in Singapore over 300,000 tickets have been sold with over 135,000 overseas tourists expected to attend. So the estimation in Singapore is maybe over $300 million generated for our economy.
0: I think that's very, very uh, modest. You think so? I think it's going to be a whole lot more.
1: Oof. Okay, so that's the potential impact of Swiftonomics. Professor Abhishek Singh is joining us. Campus Dean James Cook, University of Singapore, and Vice President, Regional International Tourism Studies Association. Professor, welcome into the show. Is this unprecedented in many ways? We just had Coldplay. Uh, we we just had some big bands come in last year, of course, and some Asian acts. Has there ever been an individual or a group that has had this sort of impact on a country's economy?
2: Hi, hello, hi, Lance and Daniel. Thank you for having me again. Well, when you talk about uh, uh, um, Siftonomics or Sifti, as you know, you know what there, there's a group of stocks which have now been fifty and and many people are following that those stocks because as Taylor Swift moves from one destination to the other, these stocks the these, these uh, stocks are also moving up. Mm. And you know Singapore traditionally has been very much a business um, destination like MICE, but mm. now as the MICE sector of course has been growing, but the but the 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 concert economy in, in Singapore certainly has been. On the rise, and and you mentioned few names, you know, um, but there are there are Taylor Swift certainly is bigger than bigger than Ed Sheeran who was here recently, or Coldplay even before that, and yeah, the numbers that you mentioned they're staggering. Mm. Uh, just in seven days in in Australia, they they are saying that it would add more than a billion dollars last year in the U.S. I think uh, her, her concerts have added close to five billion dollars to the U.S. economy. So
0: and she hasn't is, even and, headed off to Europe yet.
2: Yeah, imagine, and you know, um, and, and I, I think uh, Singapore certainly is poised to gain more. And I think I think um, you were you were commenting that 300 million is a very modest mm. number because it's not just the the sale of tickets, but it's the overall economy that it brings in. You know, accommodation, transportation, uh, uh, you know, air travel, food and beverage, and the rest of it.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about these young travellers who are going to come here from overseas. They're going to spend about three, four days, maybe longer. We'd love to have them here for longer as well. So when it comes to flights, accommodation, come food for and Swift drink.
1: Stay for the food. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, merchandise, uh, visiting many of our tourist attractions. What does it tell us about the spending patterns of Gen Zs and millennials? Because uh, some of them will have uh, their parents pay for their tickets too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You know what, that's a very interesting question. And, and being a tourism researcher myself, I have been following uh, Gen Z's and millennial's uh, spending patterns. And and whatever research has come so far, it shows that they are the ones who value experiences. They don't want to go for material things yet, maybe later in their lives. But at the moment, they're focusing on you know travel, dining, sp- spending money on concerts, leisure activities. Things that have a lasting impression on them because that's how they want to lead life. So that's, you know, concert economics that we're talking about uh, certainly is is, um, is fits fits their description of spending. Uh, these are the people who also don't want to, uh, you know, hold back the spending on health and wellness. So again, imagine accommodation, food and beverage and, and wellness industry in Singapore can gain from about 50% of the concert goes. If 300,000 tickets are being sold and let's take a, a ballpark figure of 150,000 um, international tourists coming to Singapore for for those 6 days about you know within a week's time so that definitely is going to give a huge boost to the to the local local industry different um uh, different establishments uh, and and of course these gen z's you know they will definitely come back again for for more fun through concerts in the future Wow,
1: concert economics. It's interesting to hear you mention that because I remember towards the end of last year, we did a discussion with the tourism expert and and we asked him, do you think that these major concerts are gonna have a major impact in terms of the tourism sector overall in Singapore for the year? And he was of the opinion that it would have some impact, but it wouldn't be a significant or a big impact. What do you think in general? Uh
2: um, well, I beg to differ from that view. In fact, um since the time there is this change in management at our um, stadium, uh, national stadium, there has been a slew of concerts, and and those concerts have certainly spurred the economy, uh, tourism economy. It's something akin to what happened with the the Formula One, where, of course, the the race itself has its own merits, but the the type of um, you know spillover effects that the race has, the entire event has on the economy and the tourist. Uh, tourism scene. That's important. Now, let me take another example here. When you talk about concert goers or let's say Taylor Swift or Ed Sheeran or or Coldplay, whoever they are, it's not just people going for the concerts. Imagine Taylor Swift, you know, if if there are some campaigns about her, um, you know, roaming around within Singapore, uh, trying the chili crab. And then those type of campaigns go viral and people across the globe see these iconic figures. She Um, you know, uh, spending some time in the Marina Bay precinct and then those that that type of branding that comes with it will certainly spur tourism into the future. So it's not just limited to the six days and 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 the direct economic benefits of these concerts, but what may happen in the longer term and the type of attraction it will bring in terms of tourists, Um, these international tourists who are coming into Singapore, They all are regional cities, Bangkok, Jakarta, Manila, where uh, there are a sizable population of of whether we talk about these young tourists such as Gen Z millennials, but Mm. also like the older ones who are keen to go overseas and, and and take part in such tourist experiences.
0: You know, we know Singapore offered $4 million per night in grants to get Taylor Swift to sign an exclusive deal to just perform here in Southeast Asia. Has Taylor Swift coming to Singapore also changed how megastars will be wooed uh, into coming into this area with our neighbouring countries now also looking at offering even better deals and grants because of the huge monetary spin-offs it can generate?
2: Absolutely. That's the spin-off that you're referring to. And see, we've got to be ahead of the curve. Um, that's important. There are other destinations within the region who will also like to get a you know, um, slice of the pie. You know, um, more recently there were conversations about the integrated resort and how some of the other destinations in the region would like to learn from the Singapore experience of integrated resorts and and, and benefit from those. So as long as Singapore continues to innovate itself as what we are doing now, keep attracting big names. And and yeah, um, whatever grant has been provided, STB has been quoted that there's some grant has been provided. That's an investment, investment into such big mega entertainment projects and the benefits. And the reason I say investment is because the return that you're going to get ROI on these is immense. And, And all these government agencies and others, they're not just interested in making money from the event, but they are interested in what is the overall impact uh, economic impact, branding impact, you know, tourism impact of, of these, these events. And certainly um, the Swifty uh, impact that, as you said, the Eagle has landed, uh, that certainly is going to be um, quite impactful based on what I have seen in other destinations, Japan, uh, Australia, or, or the US in last year.
1: Let's build on that a little bit more. I mean, bringing in these big names, the Coplay, the Taylor Swift, the Jackie Chungs, the Bruno Mars, big sports events like the World Aquatics Championships, uh, the, LP, the HSBC, the LPGA players coming in and so on. And the fact that we are able to offer things like these grants, like you just mentioned. What does it mean for Singapore's soft power when it comes to being a world leader for entertainment, sports and business? Because it does seem like in the past, the must-stop places in Asia were Japan and Hong Kong now it's possibly singapore up
2: there with them or maybe even overtaking absolutely you hit the nail on its head you know it's about how to make our little little red dot more exciting and and we need to find a niche you know if 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 koreans have found their k pop and japan has other things to offer singapore needs to offer something in order to attract tourists and um, gone are the days where the regional tourist destinations were lagging behind Singapore in terms of its offering, in terms of uh, in a modern amenities. Now, many many destinations within four hours, three hours flying distance, could boast of similar uh, modern amenities. So, what else can Singapore do in order to maintain its 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 image as as a uh, prominent and uh, premium tourist destination? Because once again, when people are coming for such events like mm-hmm. like the Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Uh, spending is not a bar; they are going all out yeah. to to spend money, and you know. So we're not looking you are not looking at uh, tourists who want to have a budget experience, but these are visitors who really want to be pampered and want to have a good time. Final and, point, Prof, because we've we only got thirty
1: be. seconds left. Do you think it's foreseeable that one day these acts will realize the economic power they wield and start charging some kind of surcharge or premium for it?
2: <laughs> Absolutely, that that always goes. That um, you know. Know your worth now th- th- uh, about 20 30 percent of um, inflation. Well, nearby, for instance, the hotels uh, for Singaporeans they will find it a bit difficult to get reservations in restaurants. Uh, maybe finding getting taxis would be more difficult. Uh, Grab might become a little bit more expensive. So, th- there would be some, some short term uh, costs associated with this to spur in temporary spur in demand, but I think the long-term benefits outweigh these uh, somewhat inflationary, uh, you know, expenses. Yeah.
1: Prof, a pleasure. Good to talk to you again, Professor Abhishek Singh Bhatti, Campus Dean, James Cook University, Singapore, and Vice President, Regional International Tourism Studies Association. (laughs)